everyone. Welcome to the New Scriptures podcast. Today we have Sparsh Gupta as our guest. He is currently a data scientist at Sprinkler. So um, let's start with the introduction of New Scriptures. We are basically a website that uh, talks about mainly in the topics of technology, economics, science, and politics a little bit, but not majorly in that. And so <clears throat> before we started with just writing articles on these topics, and then now we have expanded a little bit into taking podcasts with other people who are specialized in their industry. And so I found you through LinkedIn, obviously, and I saw your whole profile. It was really well written. And so as like, I should interview you. So here we are. Yeah. So let's start with um, a little bit about where you work or where you're from, if you would like to share that. Yeah, sure. So, uh, like, yeah, as you said that, you know, both of us met at LinkedIn. So, now going to my introduction. So, my name is Persh, yep. and I am currently working as a data scientist at Sprinkler. <laughs> so, mainly I work in like audio and voice domain mostly, but sometimes I also work in like text domain. <laughs> so, little bit more about myself like, I graduated this year with a degree in engineering, uh, specifically majoring in mechanical and like minoring in machine learning. (laughs) Nice. So could you tell us a little bit about your company Sprinkler, where you work at? Like what do they specialize in and where, which domain of the company do you specifically work in? Yeah, sure. (laughs) So basically Sprinkler is a bit like, like SaaS company. I think this term might be a bit new for me. But basically, SaaS companies is a is a company which basically sells softwares and services. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, like you have, for example, in for example, there is a company called as Salesforce. Yes, yes. Yeah, Salesforce. So it is also so Sprinkler is also a bit like Salesforce only. Basically, and and also like in India, we have company like Infosys, Wipro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is a bit like only that that we sell our product, we sell our services to other company. For example, right. we have like many clients like Apple, Adidas, Nike, like uh-huh. they're like many clients. Right, right. So your company is more a product-based company with a little yeah. bit of services to other clients. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so before working at Sprinkler, did you work at any other companies? Yeah. So before working at Sprinkler, I did like around three internships. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, like one of them was like a research intern in like a US. So for example, so that was in like a, a Michigan State University under mm-hmm. a professor. And and beside that, like I had also done a research internship in a company, like a research based kind of. One. And nice. and the third one was was just a, like. A, you're like uh like a like an internship in a startup in a, that space right so, yeah right so um considering or you're telling me that you did internships so how important do you think internships are in today's world like um on so on two aspects how, how important do you think they are in terms of getting experience and how important do you think they are after like you're in or do you think they're important while you're in college or after you graduate so just touch base on those two things yeah sure sure so i think the internships are like are like so basically whenever we learn english or we so whenever someone is like you know reading novels and stuff like that so the person starts with 
A, B, C, D or like, you know, like the basics. Right. Always someone wants to do like hardcore calculus and stuff. The yeah. person needs to at least understand the basic mathematics, like how to solve an equation, quadratic thing and stuff like that. So the internship is like that only that, you know, you are like a newbie, even if you mm-hmm. commit some mistake, mm-hmm. like people are, are not going to judge you that much. Sure. And also, and also most of the companies treat, so whenever intern comes in, they, they treat it as a, like a learning opportunity for the person. Yes. So because like, for example, in my domain of machine learning and AI, they are mm-hmm. like, they are like, nobody like just graduates out of high school and, and knows yes. all about ML stuff. Yes. So internships are something that, you know, like, okay, if the person was like basic programming, we can mm-hmm. like, okay, take the person in and then teach the, and then they train the person. Right, right, right. So um, now that you talked about AI and ML, so how big are they or how big of a role do they play in your current job? Like, how often do you deal with them in a regular work day? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, like, you know, as my role is, as the name of my role goes, it is a data scientist. So I do work in, in this domain mostly. Mm-hmm. So as I said that, you know, my work is mostly like audio, audio and text, like mm-hmm. mostly like I would say 90% of the time in audio, in audio stuff. So basically it is like uh, applying machine learning right. and doing analysis on audio right. and stuff like that. So for mm-hmm. example, my team, my team builds like voice bots and stuff like that mm-hmm. for like various companies and stuff like that. So this is like a bit like. Uh, overview of the work that I do at Explain in the MLA. Sure, sure. So, um, when you when you talk about AI and ML, do you think how, how like do you think that these two like these are I think the hot domains in today's world? So, till what year do you think that they will continue growing? Like. Um, obviously, I think much of them evolved starting in around 2018, 2019, and they are continuing to grow. So what do you think would be their limit to stop growing? Yeah, yeah, that's actually like a good question. So basically, like I was also like, you know, d- discussing my this question with like one of my uncle who like lives in New, New Jersey and he, is, he has like a startup game. Right. So his, his view on that was that, you know, after like around five to six years or so, these domains are going to be like saturated and okay. like most of the stuff will be like automated and stuff like, like there is not much, uh, there is not much like new discoveries that you can do in them. Yes. But, but my perspective is a bit different. For example, in, in my current company also, we we all work. So my current role is also a bit like research role. Mm-hmm. So besides like we working for other companies and ma- making their products mm-hmm. and building their services, mm-hmm. we also do a new kind of research and new kinds of experiments on mm-hmm. the back end. Right. Just for our internal, just for our internal like uh, upgradation and, and make sure that we are like in line with the company. And even if there is like, some kind of new d- discovery mm-hmm. so we can like, use it in our products so right. now coming back to the question i think that this domain is going to flourish mm-hmm. like, for like quite a bit of time mm-hmm. so for example like uh, like almost five to six since like almost five to six years new new kind of fields are coming up mm-hmm. for example graph neural networks mm-hmm. language models transformers mm-hmm and interpretability and explainability and ai domain mm-hmm. these are the new things which are now like coming up and and are now and are now people are now like looking into these things for the 
for like past yes. for a past couple of years yes yes so yeah so i think that this domain will will going to grow in the future as yep. of now but right. there are also new domains which are like coming up for for example blockchain cryptography mm-hmm. and those kind of things like security based stuff yeah. those those things are also now rising i agree so um i see that you have written quite a bit of research papers in these domains so what was the most interesting discovery or research that you have done up until this point yeah so so i would say that you know in you know specifically as you have gone gone into that research paper domain mm-hmm. so they are like papers which are like totally like breakthrough right right so i i won't consider my paper to even like close to that level mm-hmm. so basically they are like if you if i may say that you know they are like a ranking of papers some paper are like yes. totally like like breakthrough they are, they are like literally are like a revolution kind of thing yep yep that that they that they propose or they discover some new kind of things which like increase the accuracy very much or like mm-hmm. or like uh literally like uh, explored any or literally like perform really good in some other kind of benchmark yep so i would say like this is this is what i would say that you know in my mm-hmm. paper Mm-hmm. there was not of a much discovery as opposed to the paper that i am reading at the my current company or like mm-hmm. my seniors are reading at the current mm-hmm. company so for example like i previously mentioned language models and transforming mm-hmm. so so the so the people who propose these these models mm-hmm. in, in their research paper these these are the paper which are like really like breakthrough and these these are the paper which have like totally changed the domain right. specifically of uh, textual textual machine learning and like audio and and especially right. the audio domain as well i agree i agree so um one of your paper was accepted into the institute of electrical and electronics engineers which is really great so congratulations for that um what was the main topic of that paper yeah sure so in this paper like you know as i told earlier as well that you know like amongst the new co- upcoming field one of the field is explainability of ai models so if i just you know go a bit or like give a like overview that what exactly it means so it means like whatever like like ai thing or machine learning stuff is going on the person also needs some kind of interpretability or explainability so let us say that you know a financial company like they are like many big financial company like uh, jp morgan finance yep. uh, jp morgan and like morgan stanley and stuff yes, yes so so if they if they adopt a machine learning model they simply can't just go blindly on like a machine learning model let's say the model says that you know invest some xyz rupees in in like this stock yep. even though that is like that is not how it works but let's say just for like a layman's view layman's like a uh, proper yep. statement so so they can't so they can't like go directly like you know like they can't like blindly follow the machine learning model yes yes so so in that in that regard there has to be some kind of interpretability or or explainability or if there is some kind of interpretability mm-hmm. or explainability associated with that uh with that prediction right that, you know like the model said they do invest xyz rupee xyz like dollars mm-hmm. or rupees in yes. this stock and it also gave some kind of reasoning that you know see the see like the how the company is growing for the past some xyz year and stuff like that yes so this so my paper was in that domain only mm-hmm. that that we had like compared around 
around five algorithms and one of the algorithm was of my second author uh-huh. who had like proposed it in his phd thesis okay so and they com- compared like four existing algorithm and one a newly proposed algorithm right so basically it was um it was around analyzing the data basically the field of data analytics and then you compare different algorithms to different companies basically and how they could apply yeah i mean right. yeah if i yes. like just define it a bit it was more like uh, it, it was more like uh, uh like which which algorithm is more interpretable or more explainable which right. would like give me better reasons for a <laughs> decision and obviously considering like the accuracies and right. decision also has to be accurate right 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 no that's wonderful next topic um so i see that or you told me that you did your bachelor's in mechanical engineering so when did you feel the switch or why did you switch to the other side the computer science side of it yeah yeah so actually like um, uh actually like in the starting you know like i was thinking that you know like you know as you see like since mm-hmm. childhood all kind of sci-fi movies and stuff like star yes. wars and stuff like that yep. so we are like somewhat fascinated with the ro- robots and stuff like that yep. like drones so we think that we are, we are also like somewhat going to build like yep. something closer to it yeah yeah but you know as i like as i like so basically when you also go to college you will see that there are various kind of clubs and societies yep. and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh so so you know so seeing the activities of these societies i i realized that you know my interest is lesser in of more like mechanical engineering stuff but in a more like programming like more mm-hmm. uh, like programming stuff like that yes yep. so like a robot or like a or like some some machine kind of like mm-hmm. is is built with different kinds of a uh, people like there has to be mechanical engineer yes. electrical engineer and mm-hmm. a programmer Yes. So, so my interest was more into like programming side of things, uh-huh. as I learned when I. So, yeah. Yes. So. That's very good that you did your bachelor's in mechanical, but then you followed your passion, which was to go towards the coding or the software side of. the of the domain so that's great but in the in today's market what do you think would be advisable to the young generation such as me so like would you recommend that um you should pursue something like mechanical or electrical or civil these are like the engineering branches you know like everyone yeah. tends to go to them for stability or something but then yeah. uh many people tend to go to software which is really good like it's high paying it's um it's really good the perks are good and you even get to maintain in today's world like a good work life balance but people tend to say that there's some kind of volatility like you there's a chance that you might lose your job like the next day so what are your thoughts on that yeah i mean like uh, i think uh, like if i also like uh, give a bit more perspective like my mm-hmm. uncle's brother is working in like a uh, bay area and in youtube as a software engineer right and like basically my cousin sister also works in like new york mm-hmm. uh, earlier she worked at amazon as a software engineer now right. she works in like another company right so you know talking to them and, and also like seeing like like my friends are also some some friends are in us for like their masters and phd mm-hmm. and stuff yep so you know like 
seeing this like as you said that the, there's some volatility or like or like you, you don't know about the job security like yes. there's a question mark there uh-huh. so i so like you know recently we have seen this trend but but you know we have to also see that you know there are like so many jobs in this field yes so if i like if i like say like in, in terms of india uh-huh. like uh like the like the kind of jobs or uh-huh. like the kind of pay uh-huh. or the kind of work life balance that are or uh, and also the number of availability of the jobs mm-hmm. that are software engineering I, i'm i'm just talking about a, like a really like normal software engineer not like some ml mli person or like yes. some other kind of just a normal software engineer mm-hmm. that that person like tends to have a uh, like like a like a general better life or a better quality of life as compared to someone who is like pursuing mechanical or like chemical engineering yes so uh, and also like in this field like mechanical like in this like engineering engineering mm-hmm. kind of field you yeah. can, you you might also need to have like a bit higher degree because yes. like because these are like really specialized field you know so the right. person the, the better the degree have the more uh-huh. reliable the person is yes so so there is also one thing in that that if you want to make your paycheck a bit bigger uh-huh. you, you might you might need to go through a like through like a phd or like a masters degree which is yep. generally not the case in like software yeah. engineering right 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 i agree so um if let's say let's make a hypothetical situation here so let's say if i were to do a computer science degree today if i were to get one today do you think i would i could like basically spend my whole life or if not my whole life to like 40 or 50 could i sustain without having to do an advanced degree like a masters or a phd versus i do my let's say electrical engineering degree today or mechanical um do you think i would need a masters or a phd in order to let's say like climb the career growth path in a specific company yeah uh you know like uh, uh so for like the uh, first part of the question uh-huh. that you know like in, in terms of software engineering yes. you, you don't really need like much higher degree so for yep. example if you see like uh, i'm sure you must have heard of the company tesla right yes. of elon musk mm-hmm. so if you see like if you go to its career page and see that mm-hmm. they they have mentioned that they don't even really need a degree so yes. so if you currently no coding you can like literally like start working there if you can like clear their code yes. around yeah. like testing mm-hmm. so so you know so and, and obviously like other company or like this is like a general trend of like software engineering yeah. and stuff like like you like you don't really need like a really higher degree or like uh, from yeah. a top school like ivy school or stuff like that uh-huh. even even like i've seen my friends from like state colleges and stuff still still getting like the top jobs yeah. and like the top packages and packages yes. and stuff if they if they know their stuff well yes this, is, this was more in the like the software engineering field but when yeah. you come to engineering field yep. in this engineering field the person the person also like Like if you generally see the trend in the companies and yeah. the trend in hiring, yes, you will see that you know there are person who is generally from a better school, yep. like let's say Ivy College or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Th- that person generally more favored for a particular job yeah. as as opposed to someone who is like from a from a not so good college. I agree. So so you know this kind of trend does <laughs> does show in like higher degrees. Yeah. So, so if the person is has like graduated from state college and mm-hmm. wants to like become like somewhat like equalize his mm-hmm. himself or herself towards 
from to the person who is like from IB college and yep. the person might need a like a higher degree higher degree yes so so that the so that the recruiters will you know will you know like notice the person and you know help and the person yes yes okay. yeah no i i completely agree with you in that that a person who is from a state college or not like a top school might need an advanced degree to pursue their aspirations or dreams in their in their company right so um with the past 2 years or 3 years we've have we've had covid-19 in in the market so how do you think that um first the domain of artificial intelligence ml computer science overall has impacted the availability of jobs and uh secondly how do you think that as we said the core engineering branches have impacted the availability of jobs yeah Yeah, so I would say that you know, like I would, I will start answering this question with a discussion that I had with a professor of my college, who is a, a mechanical engineering professor, uh-huh. right. and he works specifically in this manufacturing field. Okay. So, so during the COVID, he did told that you know, like for like this manufacturing field specifically, which is at the core of mechanical engineering, mm-hmm. mechanical engineering. so this field was like really heavily impacted because yes. you know like the like the basics of covid is that like the basic protocol of covid is to like is to have social distancing yep so obviously that you know that thing yeah. you can't follow in manufacturing field right and specifically as a, as a manufacturing is like a team sport you have like sure. a team of people working and building this stuff yep so i would say that you know during the covid this engineering fields were like mostly like were were the one who, who took the most heavy blow yep but but you know like for example if i if i like tell about myself that uh, like uh, like i have done three internships and and mm-hmm. after this three internship to mm-hmm. were during the covid okay yeah. and and as they were during the covid i was like not much impacted by the mm-hmm. covid because yes. you know, i was just working from my computer and yeah. there was like literally like no impact on me right and and also not no impact on my pension yes yes so so like now now coming into bit like job fluctuation and stuff like that which is like currently ongoing in this yeah. yeah so i would say this is like a like aftermath of the of the covid wave only right so so for example like i like i talked to like one of our friend who is like doing his masters in Uh, like where like the state buffalo state he buffalo doing, state university yeah right. so so he he told that you know like specifically a company amazon yep. is hiring like hiring quite quite good number of people every yep. year yep and, and also he told like walmart is also hiring yep like quite a many number of people and and now if i if i tell the scenario of india yeah uh, in, in terms of like software and stuff there, uh-huh. there is like more number of startups which are coming up right 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 so, so for example like my last internship was also in a startup uh-huh. so so they were they were also hiring like quite a good pace like mm-hmm. like they at the end of my internship they mm-hmm. also gave me like a offer to join them as a full time right so i would say that you know jobs in this ai field jobs mm-hmm. in this ai field i would extend that question to jobs in software field yep are are coming up and there mm-hmm. are some fluctuations but more or less if i if you look at the future like a general trend then then we will see more number of jobs being created 
and i would yeah. say if, if a person is a good software engineer <laughs> let alone the person knowing uh, ai ml or like any any other kind of job just a normal software engineer then then that person is surely going to have a bright future uh, right right no i agree with this so with what i understand from your point of view is that if a person knows like has a passion in coding or programming or towards the software side then definitely computer science is a good field and as you said covid-19 i definitely concur with you in the fact that uh, <clears throat> the most thriving field during this time was the software side because everyone had the freedom had the ability to work from home on their computers without having any disturbances on their paychecks or their normal lives but then yes on the core engineering branches there was definitely some impact uh and that was mainly on the firms that were not so good like um maybe like small scale startups that were majorly focused towards electrical mechanical civil those were the firms that were impacted by this wave but not the firms that were already established right so um what what would be your advice to someone let's say who says that i'm interested in coding and um i want to pursue a passion but i'm not the type of person who likes to like you know how in software the technologies keep switching like you as you said that ai was the first thing that started up then ml came and now these subdivisions like blockchain and all those stuffs are coming so what would be your advice like would software line be a good line for someone who doesn't want change or uh what are your thoughts on? i don't know like the change thing is still a bit vague to me but i will right. still answer the question yeah uh, i think that uh, like a change is like a constant in life right like, so for example if you talk about engineering and stuff also mm-hmm. so there like new new kind of discovery or mm-hmm. new kinds of methods which yes. are like better than previous methods right. if, if a company is is using that engineering company is, is using the same uh to same kind of technology mm-hmm. which was used like around 10 years ago yes. then then that company will not survive yep. similarly is in the coding yep. so if i if i if i tell in the software field there are like new new kinds of uh frameworks architecture which are coming up which are just better than the previous one yep. so so in this specifically in the software field the change mm-hmm. will will always be there and, and not only in this software field mm-hmm. in like every field even if you go to engineering even if you go to like finance and like consultant and stuff like that yeah and even like product management people like literally in every field there will be <laughs> some kind of change which is coming up <laughs> they are they are like in, incorporating new kind of technology new <laughs> kind of customer demands yep. and stuff like that so i would say that you know that the person if, if the if the person has a has a like a passion <laughs> for the for solving for solving a new kind of problem statement or yep. like solving a normal customer problem mm-hmm. yep. so even if you think like from a from a mind of engineer mm-hmm. that you know you are not able to like find time or like or like let's say your yes you are you are not able to find time you are mm-hmm. like feel like you have like less time throughout the day so so can you apply your engineering mind here and yes. then and then see that where you are wasting your time mm-hmm. or let's say you are like spending too much time on your or like phone so so maybe install like a, like some kind of app which yep. like like a focus you know, app or something 
yeah yeah like a focus app so so mm-hmm. if if you are like focused more on the problem statement yes uh that that a customer or a general public or a general market is facing mm-hmm. then then you will you will yourself adopt new new kind of changes yeah to to solve the to to, to solve the problem yes so th- that would be like my answer that you know like like change will, will always be there but if yes. you are focused on the problem statement uh-huh. then then you will happily adopt the change and you yourself will look out for new new changes which are coming in the market yeah yeah no that is great and then so um moving on to our last topic then you being like a very experienced worker in this field for quite some time now so uh do you plan to stay in this uh very new field and i think it's quite emerging now and it will stay for quite long time so do you plan to stay in this field or do you plan to switch to somewhere else what are your thoughts on that yeah i mean like i mean like we are seeing the future but like as uh-huh. of now i am like enjoying this field yep but but also like you know in my current company i have traction with with other kind of people who are like in other domain so like yes. if someone is a someone is working in product management someone is yeah. working as an analyst yep so so let's see the the person tells tells us about a problem or a, or a kind of mm-hmm. a, a problem or like a, some kind of idea that they are working on mm-hmm. and we find that interesting then then i then i feel like switching yeah to feel that or, or like or like even like trying that that what exactly things that they work right. on and what exactly kind of issues that they face and solve right 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 so i would say as of now like i am enjoying my field Mm-hmm. but but maybe like who has in the future maybe after yeah. 5 or 10 years i might switch so yeah no uh i think like i personally would definitely join this field if i had a chance because um i see i see some of my i know some people who work uh in companies as you said like amazon and google and so when i see their work life balance it's great um it's actually even better than what it was if you see a couple of years ago they give you all the perks they ensure that you have um that you're taking care of your mental health as well as uh you're spending time with your friends and family so i think that's great oh uh, well i think uh thank you so much for spending some time for this podcast and i think that our audience will love to hear what you said about the this domain of ai ml and your plans about it so thank you so much for that yeah and and i would also uh-huh. like to say that you know this is like a really good initiative taken by you and uh, and i hope in like future other podcasts <laughs> the people will be benefited by it thank you spirish Newbie, I could truly be moody. I could have played the fucking Grinch in the movies. I've been a part-time shadow cat, part-time that.